What what song did you say we should put in, like at the end of the podcast? The Kit Kat jingle. The Kit Kat jingle. It's called Now with More Ryan. Now with Ryan. Nuts and Kit Kats. That's the subtitle. The but there's only one, one title. So like the double title. Yeah. Okay. Hello. Oh, I hear you. Okay, I'll turn this off. Or this off. Okay, can you hear me? Yeah. What level is your microphone at? How many dots? Fuck. Uh, five? Okay. It looks like... Uh, so we have a really special guest on the podcast today. Oh. Who's our guest? It's you. <laughs> Oh, Paul and Ryan now includes Ryan again. Oh, that's that's me. I'm Ryan. I'm here. <laughs> yeah. You're you're actually really lucky that you uh, texted me because I just woke up from a nap. <laughs> Dude, nap sounds so fucking heavenly. This little Dude. midget, three forty-seven a.m. was like, this is when I want to scream for two hours. This past like. Two weeks has just kicked my ass. What uh, just work wise or working? Work wise, yeah, working fun wise. So, uh, my schedule changed. I now don't ever make morning huddle, so I roll in at like 7 58. We see our first patient at eight, and then I spend my lunch hour doing all the things that I need to do that I don't get done, and then. I leave at 4.30, so yeah, it's just a really, really fast day, and then it's taking care of home, we're taking care of at home, you're going through the same thing, but man, I don't know yeah, why. I don't yeah, know. no, it's so funny, because you're describing my day, except I'm just, I'm really bad at getting up in the morning, so I had oh. always kind of not really made morning huddle for, even before oh. I had the gremlin. Yeah, no, I'm terrible at making morning huddle. Um, I. This morning I was like, I'm gonna get up. I'm gonna go to morning huddle. I need to be there. The girls need to see me there. And then I have a half hour drive to work, and I rolled out of the house at seven twenty eight. And I was like, Well, I'm not gonna make huddle. Speaking of doing stuff during the, the lunch hour, like you know, getting that's when you you get your real work accomplished. Guess what I did during the lunch hour today? Not what I did. What did you do? I renewed my dental license. Uh, I need to do that. Um, yeah. yeah, that's on the list. Uh, I set teeth because my Remo lab is Ooh, apparently gross. decided to be terrible. So I worked on setting teeth in a partial. So, because I can't get it right. That, that sounds horrible. I'm, I'm very yeah. thankful that I have a guy for that. Yeah, no, it's, it's pretty, yeah, not happy about it. But it is what it is. We're... We're working through it. Any uh, any exciting dentistry stuff, or just kind of? I know you you sent me that you did the trifecta the other day. <laughs> yeah, that's then... my first my first multiple implant placement in the, in different parts of the mouth. So all right. Mm -hmm. What was it? Two upstairs, one downstairs. 
Yeah, it was uh, 13, 14, and 30. Nice. So, yeah, that was fun. Uh, I do have a fun, fun story from yesterday. Well, kind of yesterday into today. Yeah, uh, So I had a new patient yesterday. Uh, just went to another dentist recently, just being super critical of that dentist. And number 14 and 15 are implants. 15 was like so loose that I could spin it 360. Oh, but the implant body felt fine. It just felt like there was like a broken abutment or something like that. Gotcha. I couldn't tell. And so I like was doing this exam and I'm like spinning this implant and it was like getting longer. <laughs> but then when I tried to spin it back in, I couldn't get his bite right. Because oh, I spun this implant out like two millimeters. So I like tried to spin it back in. He's like, yeah, this is really uncomfortable. And I was like, well, we'll just trim your bite down. Figure out what implant this is, because it looked it, like honestly on the X-rays it looked fine. <laughs> it was just it was just made out of a bar stool. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm getting ready to see my first patient this morning, and my front office girl comes back and she goes, "Hey doc, um, remember that patient from yesterday with the implant? We're being kind of HIPAA compliant here, so I'm not using names, but uh, <laughs> you remember you remember that that patient with the implant?" And I was like, "Yeah," and she's like, "He's here." I was like, oh, okay. And she's like, and he brought the implant with him. I was like, in his mouth? Because that's where it was yesterday. And she's like, no, no, it's in a jar. Oh. And I was like, oh, okay. So I walked out and he looks at me and smiles. And he, goes, he pulls out the little little jar and shows me the implant. It's the whole, whole thing. And he goes, last night it was just super uncomfortable. So I just reached up in there and kind of gave it a little tug and it just popped out. Is the whole thing, like, fixture and everything? The whole thing, fixture, implant body, everything. And I was like, oh, well, thank you. And he just looked at me kind of confused. I was like, you honestly probably saved me like two hours on the phone. And <laughs> you probably saved yourself like 600 bucks. So he's like, well, what do we do now? And I was like, I don't place implants back there because they like to fail. You know, you got like 13 years out of this one. That's pretty good lifespan. Um if you miss that tooth, then we'll go ahead and get you over the oral surgeon to do some grafting and probably gonna cost you like 12 grand. And he was like, I don't think I'm going to miss it. <laughs> I was like, that sounds like a really good plan. And My he was like, 12 grand. <laughs> All right. Thanks. Have a good day. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. Cause you're, you're talking about the spinning implant and like, saying like super critical of the other dentist. I've got somebody that's coming in, uh, I think tomorrow or the next that like they'd come in for a new patient exam and they just spent like 20 minutes, like telling me how much of an asshole, like their last six dentists were. And I was like, Oh fuck. going to be yeah. asshole number seven. I just know it, but they've got, yeah. uh, it sounds like the, their implant, um, either came unscrewed and it's still on the abutment and whatnot, but I'm, I'm, just assuming it's going to be something crazy difficult, like the fucking yeah. screw is snapped or the fixtures broken. Or that's what yeah. that's kind of what I was thinking. But this like was an implant. It, it was a Stroman, but it was like an ITX or something like that, which I've never mm -hmm. heard of. Which means it's not probably not made anymore. Um, yeah, like I don't know what that is. Yeah, so that was that was wild. Um, I had someone come in yesterday that he like. 
I didn't end up seeing him as a patient, but he was on for a limited and he like comes in and he's like, I just got laid off. And my front office is like, you've reached the ball. And he was like, I just got laid off and I can't afford to be here. So, um, and I'm in, and I'm suing my last dentist. So, um, and I don't, I just need to make sure that this is going to be covered by my insurance because I don't have any money to pay you. And my front office being the, being the gatekeeper that she is was like, um, well, I don't really know if it's going to be covered by your insurance. Um, we're running kind of behind today. So you, do you want to reschedule? And he was like, yeah, I want to reschedule. And she was like, okay. And she scheduled, it's like gave him an appointment like five months ago. <laughs> We'll 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 see you on October fifty fourth. Yeah, and he was like, "Well, I need to be seen before then." She was like, "Why well, call you? If I have something sooner." And she was like, "She looked at me. And she was like, Doc, I'm not gonna call him." And I was like, "Okay, thank you." <laughs> it was pretty funny. Speaking of wild, speaking of wild appointments, I need to get my truck service. This is like totally off topic. I need to get my yeah. truck service. And I like to do it at the dealership. I don't know why I'm mm-hmm. weird like that. Um, and so I went online to try and make an appointment with them. I mm-hmm. have like, my truck's got like 74,000 miles and needs a service at 75,000. You know when their first available appointment was? When's that? November 12th. Oh, jeez. Wow. It's, it's January. Worse in than that. In case you all missed that. That's nuts. Uh huh. Yeah, it's crazy. I had to because when we were waiting for this guy to be born, um, both of our cars needed oil change, but I didn't want to take him in, uh, just because inevitably, you know, it would be fucking up on the lift, and then Caitlin's like, "I'm going into labor." It's like, "Fuck, what yeah. do I do?" Yeah. Minky, get over here. Caitlin has released the Kraken, and the Kraken is a corgi. Um. What the fuck was I say? Oh, uh, dealership. Yeah. So I just took ours in, and there's like some weird recall thing on mine, and they're like, "Oh, you have to schedule an appointment for it." And I was like, "Oh, okay. When can I get that?" And they're like, "Uh, tomorrow at two o'clock." And I was like, "That is way too soon." <laughs> I need to <laughs> kind of funny. It's like the exact opposite. It's like I can't. No, that's freaking yeah. me out. Make it in two weeks. that's funny well i think honestly the i mean i think we might have recorded an episode in august but i mean this is our first first podcast is being dads Uh, yeah right because i know we we talked like uh after yours and kind of about the whole heroin experience of you know your helicopter ride and two cities Mm -hmm. and Kind of different things and then i think things got just kind of really crazy for us both you having the the two twins me me having the, the expected one and it just it was just <laughs> too crazy to connect yeah um, so funny. i released a bunch of podcasts where i basically okay. recorded on my ipods like while i was in the car or while i was feeding the chickens and nice. uh, weirdly a lot of a lot of viewership on ones where I feed farm animals and I don't know what weird cross section of our audience is into that. But, uh, so yeah, so every now and then we'll have to bring in a chicken to, to keep our fans, uh, uh, satiated or whatever. Oh, and we, uh, we're over, uh, uh, uh a thousand unique listeners now, which is kind of cool. <laughs> but, uh, so. that's, um, 
Well, thank you. And a lot of them in Germany. So, uh, they're like, what are these ridiculous? I still think it's Bill on 17 computers, but who knows? Yeah, probably is. Whatever. Uh, that's that's funny. Well, what? Oh, so, like, uh, tell, tell me kind of rundown, because I know you, you, we were talking about, like, staffing and, and all and equipment and all sorts of different different things. Like, what are your, like, practice resolutions or your fucking goals for the coming year? Oh, I just had a buddy text me and be like, hey, do you want to do an accountability thing? I want to put a spreadsheet together. Um, I thought you'd be a good person to do this with. Like, what are your goals or what do you want to improve? Like, honestly, the only thing I really care about at this point, like, the dentistry is easy. I'm getting to the point where, like, even the stuff that should be hard, I'm starting to think is, like, relatively easy. Like, there's nuances, right? But, like, <laughs> the majority of implants, like, easy the majority of endo like pretty easy except when you do what i did yesterday um like <laughs> what'd you the do majority pretty easy uh i was on uh endo on three cleaned and shaped all the way to my final file and palatal mesial buckle was on distal buckle snapped an entire file off of the orifice no, uh, you mean you obturated with nickel titanium? <laughs> yeah. It's like, shit, I can't leave this here. So then I spent like 45 minutes trying to get it out, and I got the top oh, half out, but I left like five millimeters at the bottom. And I told him, and the patient's so chill. Uh, it was past clean in shape, though, right? Yeah, no, it was good. And like the file was at the apex. Uh, oh, no. But I texted our, our previous classmate, Skylar, who is an endodontist, and I said, thought you'd appreciate this. I separated distal file. Patient's exact words when I told him after I tried to get it out, he said, leave that motherfucker in there. I don't give a shit if there's a file in my tooth. <laughs> His exact words. I was like, sweet. Well, if there's an issue, we'll send you the endodontist. He looked at me. He's like, Doc, you're a rock star. There won't be an issue. See you later. <laughs> Awesome. Right. Now, do I put that in the chart now? <laughs> it's always, it's always funny, like, uh, just because, you know, you think about, like, how, how times have changed and whatnot, because it's like, you know, there's still parts of the world that use fucking, like, silver points and shit. Yeah. So it's like, it's like, well, I cleaned and shaped, and I jammed it full of something. So, I mean, yeah. you know, theoretically, yeah. this, should, this should work. Yeah. Um. Anyways, my honestly, the only thing I really care about at this time, like, we're for my office, we're doing lots of dentistry. Twenty twenty three, I would like to get an associate. That's one of my. Me too. That's one of my resolutions. Um, and then honestly, send I just your resumes to off the cusp Ryan at Gmail. <laughs> I wanna. Um, I want to just improve staff morale. I mean, that's my biggest struggle throughout the day is dealing yeah. with just staff stuff. And I had over the past almost seven months have complained to, and complained to my wife enough about staff drama. And I've really had some, some aha moments that um, she looked at me and she was like, this is why people don't want to be managers because you have to deal with stuff like this. Facts. And that was the moment where it was like, 
Oh, fair. You're right. I'm kind of just whining. Um, so, like, that's it. Like, I just, I just want my staff to be happy. Like, I try to do everything I can to treat them the way that I think they want to be treated, but there's just still moments where they decide they don't want to get along. Um, and that's fine. You know, they didn't choose to be... They cho they choose to work in my office, but they didn't choose to be working with the people that they're working with. So I don't oh, expect okay. them to get along all the time, but I just want them to be happy and fulfilled in their jobs. That's 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 my big resolution. So I'm trying to build in more staff appreciation, um, more staff bonding type stuff, so that they that's can cool. hopefully because they've never had that. So yeah, um, but. Still working with the original staff, so you know, either they're too lazy to leave or I'm doing something okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll play it. Yeah, yeah. I, I was really happy because one of one of the things uh, I feel like anything the time something like big changes that can be like a like a logical closure point for people. And I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to leave or whatnot. So when I went on paternity leave for you know six weeks or whatnot, and I'm coming back and I'm like. I'm going to work a day less. That's like my big thing is uh, I'm cutting, cutting down a day. I don't have an associate yet. I'd like to get an associate to fill that day back up, but I'm just like, I want to, I want to hang out with my little gremlin and, and I can't really do that while I'm at work. Uh, but I was really worried that someone was going to be like, Oh, you know, now we're, we, you know, it's like one less day or this, that, or the other thing. And we'd have somebody leave and it just seems to be so far working out really well. So I'm, Excited yeah. about that, and the gremlin is excited too. Yeah. So honestly, I mean, I, we've had this conversation, but I really like the schedules that we work. the 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 longer weeks kind of suck, but we work alternating Monday, Thursday, Tuesday, Friday. Mm -hmm. So every other weekend's a four day weekend. Um. So I'm still getting my four days in, but every, like twice a month, I have a little vacation. That's um, nice. And the staff really likes it, so that might be something to kind of think that, about. You know, I might, I might have to like have you send me a calendar to just stare at. I'm a very yeah. visual person on stuff like that, but that oh. that actually makes a lot of sense. It gets wonky around the holidays because you have like a bunch of three day yeah. weekends. Um, but here, I'll send it to you right now. Um, cool. If any of you want this, an example of this calendar, uh, just reach out to Paul and he'll send it to you. Oh, um, at gmail.com. Also, uh, probably our next episode, I got to compile listener mail because the thing that I didn't want to do is like really answer questions because I think we both have kind of, uh, you know, unique perspectives. And I think it's nice when we can both kind of uh, give some input on things. We have a fuck ton of listener mail that I have oh, cool. basically ignored to the point where people send me messages like, Are you even getting these? Do you care about me? I hate you. So we really got to do that. <laughs> I mean, I, I, we can do a few tonight if you'd like. Um, uh, I want I want to kind of keep this this first one like the the welcome back chili one. I'm really trying to keep this gremlin from going AWOL right now too. Nice. Uh, but I want to hit Reddit and I want to do uh, a little bit of you know kind of catching up on what kind of stuff you've started to watch because in our like first episode, this is a good segue. I think you were watching something called like alone or something like that. Mm -hmm. And we, we had the midget huh? and then 
we were getting no sleep and we're staring there. He's like, you know, I'm like rocking him or whatever. And we need to put something on the TV uh, to stay awake. And somehow Caitlin put on fucking naked and afraid. And we watched goddamn 12, 12 seasons of that shit. Now it's like the greatest thing ever. Um, yeah. So it's, it's just so, Did so you... funny. it's like, you're like survivor man or whatever. It's like, I don't care, Ryan. But man, you take two people, strip them naked, throw them in the jungle, and make them do battle with like fucking snakes and lions. I'm I'm in. I'm all in. Did you see the one with the guy from Brookings? No. Not you remember. But there was a guy from Brookings, Oregon, on Naked and Afraid. That's crazy. I can't, uh, I can't. I'll have to look uh, that up. I wonder if we're not to that one yet. We started like this. We watched an XL one, so we went through all the XLs, which are. Uh, later, and then a bunch of other weird stuff, and now we're going back through the uh, the original seasons or whatever. But it's it's just so we had this uh, fucking wind, windstorm, Mankey, that knocked a tree down. I had to like chainsaw it up, and we're like, we should cut this into shelter sticks and build our own shelter. Watching <laughs> this fucking show so much, uh, but a Brookings guy. Now I gotta look that up. Yeah, I'm trying to find who it was, but I did he make it, do you know? Um, I don't remember. He was like he was probably like your age. Oh my it's this guy. Dan Gardner. Oh Dan Gardner? yeah. I think it's Dan Link. I don't think it's Dan Link. I don't know. Jensen says it's Dan Link. It's somebody. I got to put this bottle back in his mouth. Uh, but it's just it's just so funny. Like, what the... Because you get, like, one item and what people, you know, it's like, oh, I brought a machete, I brought a fire starter. Some bitch is like, I brought a magnifying glass to purify water. So bizarre. What is bizarre? So what? Uh, so I'm I've, sure I've been uh, nudity and survivor stuff. What What have you been watching, dude? Hang on, I'm trying to find this like in the free thing now because I'm on a. This is the way my <laughs> brain works like, now. Um. Yeah, Dan Gardner. Uh. I'm trying to figure out what episode this is. Um. Uh, to watch this episode, you're probably going to have to subscribe to Discovery uh, Plus, their streaming service. So I know, like, you guys are really wanting to. Yeah, you watched it. I watched season it. Se- season seven, episode seven. Okay, yeah, recently then. Yeah. Uh, Interesting. Yeah. Um, anyways, I oh, I just like. I'm in my wife's office, which has a bed in it because I used to record in our den, but that's right next to the nursery, so I don't do that mm-hmm. anymore. Um, I just like toss my phone on the bed and it like slipped all the way across and hit the wall and fell down. Um, <coughs> dude, I don't have time. Like our day consists of the boys are awake between five thirty and six. We feed them. I go to work. I come. Or I pick them up from daycare. We are kind of really big on trying to limit screen time with them under before two years because that's what all the books say to do. My wife reads books, so 
Um, <laughs> and they're what, they're like six months now, five months? Yeah, almost seven. Um, Damn. So we do stuff with them until 7.30 when they go to bed. And then I normally have from like 8 until 10 to, to do whatever it is that I need or want to do around the house. And I don't know. I like I like play reruns of Trailer Park Boys or something like that. Because I have the mental capacity by that time to pay attention to anything. But gotcha. we're slowly working... We're slowly working through the newest season of The Resident, uh, which just came out. That's the one I've mentioned a lot on this podcast. Yeah, I really like that yeah. show. Um, I really want to watch the new Jack Ryan. We, you know, it's funny. Like, we started that one, didn't really get into it. We really liked the first season. Second season was kind of meh, and we didn't, yeah. we didn't get into this one. Yeah, that's kind of where I was on season two. I didn't think season two was super great, but curious to see where... John Krasinski takes that. Yeah. Uh, well, what's funny is we watched, like, I think the first two episodes of the season, and we're like, you know what was a better show was Reacher. Let's go back, and we watched that again yeah. instead. I like I liked Reacher. We watched that. Uh, I've kind of yeah, almost been more good. for the first time. Uh, you're going to be proud of me. Mm-hmm. Hang on. You're going you're gonna to have a proud Paul moment. Uh, I've kind of been more in a, a movie mode lately. So uh-huh. I watched a Marvel Marvel movie. Oh, I am proud of you. Which one? First Marvel movie that I've watched since you and I went to Suicide Squad in dental school. I, I hate to tell you that Suicide Squad was a DC movie, but whatever. Go on. I don't care, Paul. <laughs> uh, I watched The Atom Project. That's not a Marvel movie. Is it a DC movie? No. <laughs> It's a some kind of movie. It, really, it was a pretty good movie. That's the one with Ryan Reynolds and the time travel, and he goes back in time or something, right? There's a reactor, I think. Well, I totally thought you were going to be proud of me. So, well, I'm still I'm proud of you. I'm proud that you were watching movies about superheroes that have actors from Marvel in them. I mean that that's something. Yeah, maybe that's why I thought it was a movie. Are you sure you didn't watch movie? Black Adam? Because that's like a superhero movie. I did not. I don't really like the Adam Project. I'm sad. I don't think I like it anymore. <laughs> no, it was good. I liked that one. It had that little. I'm thinking the right movie, right? It has like a little kid in it, and it's like yeah, him when he's younger. And but, yeah, and you and you like can't literally can't talk about any part of the movie without like joint giant spoilers. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I think I already <laughs> gave one away, but I didn't mean to. Yeah, that's right. Uh, that what well, that was actually the best one with that. Um. I've also watched Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two like forty-seven times because I just dude watch the Guardians of the Galaxy fucking holiday special. What? There's a holiday special. There's a holiday special on Disney Plus. Fucking uh, Star Lord is you know kind of they they feel like he's all bummed out because of you know the whole Gamora uh, Endgame thing. So Drax and Mantis travel to Earth to steal him a Christmas present, and the Christmas present is Kevin Bacon. Oh my god, it's it's so good. So uh, good. holiday. I will watch this. It's pretty short too. Yeah, it's pretty short. On yeah. my uh, on my other podcast, we reviewed all of Phase Four. One giant podcast, and that's the last. You have, part another, of phase four. you have another podcast. I do. It's called Movies My Dog Watched. You're cheating on me. 
Wait, wait, with my <laughs> oh the really cool thing are you do you guys have plans for jensen to go to daycare no no kind of just the opposite because caitlin like can work from home i'm like trying to take the day off so we're we're gonna <sighs> just keep the, keep him around dude one teach baby him, sounds so nice teaching things <laughs> It should literally yeah, I can't be against the law. Another no, it should be against the law. <laughs> they should have it just, you know, we live in the United States. There should be a law of like no turns, no multiple pregnancies. And it should just be the rule because uh, Julia can probably take care of one of them if, because she works from home, uh, mm -hmm. if there was one of them. But there's like no way with two. You like leave me alone for a day and I'm like ready to throw both of them out the window. Yeah, so wow. I can uh, I can only imagine. There's that, but um, yeah, I haven't been watching a whole lot. It's just been just been life trying to. Like I said, I took a nap before this because you know part of daycare is like everyone's just sick all the time. So yeah, <laughs> um, last week we had two babies which have four ears. Three of those yeah. ears had ear infections. Oh, two geez. of those. I just had pink eye, and there's a thought that maybe they're just, two. They're just the other crop dusting every kid as they walk in, or what the fuck? <laughs> there, there's a there's a theory that the other one might have also had two eyes of pink eye, but we got them on antibiotics soon enough that it didn't ever turn into anything. But yeah, so like three ears infected. It's like a it's like the, <laughs> the twelve days of Christmas. It's three. Today in daycare, we made a human centipede. By the way, both your yeah. kids. Have <laughs> yeah. Well, no. So two of the 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 two pink eyes were on the same baby. <laughs> so yeah, dude, it, thought, it was just terrible. It was just so I I held off not getting the the little virus they had until like yesterday. So now I have it, which is super fun. Yeah, that does not, not not sound good. We've so far, I mean, we're only, like, we're coming on seven weeks, so we haven't really had any. We have the occasional nah. sneeze. Yeah. And some violent, violent bouts of shitting. Yeah. That's nice. Violent bouts of shitting. I love their little faces. And they're like, <laughs> I know when he, like, he, like, kicks his legs, he gets, like, all rigid. It's like, Jesus. Chill out. <laughs> oh, Hudson, though our baby that had surgery, he mm -hmm. just like you. You see his like shoulders come up, and he just <laughs> his face turns all red, like a, like cherry tomato red. I'm like, yeah, you worked really yeah. hard on that. I'm like, well, you pooped. I'll go change it, and it was like a shark. And I'm like, seriously, it wasn't even yeah, a poop. Yeah. Sometimes there's just nothing, and then other times, yeah. like you just change him. And then he blinks, and all of a sudden, like there's just shit spewing out of the diaper in every direction. It's like, what? What, what are you? What are you doing? You didn't even make yeah. noise. Yeah, uh, our babies are starting to become like slightly mobile now. If you put Hudson on his stomach, he'll like he'll like wiggle himself, and he like can rotate and like move like a couple inches in either direction. It's like trying to learn how to crawl. And uh, so the other morning, I'm laying in bed, and he's he's laying next to me, and. I like close my eyes for a second. We just 
fed them and closed my eyes for a second. And then there's like violently a foot in my mouth. <laughs> and then violently toes in my like toes in my nostril. And I was like, and I like popped up real quick and I like looked at him and he just giggles. And I was like, <laughs> you're an asshole. <laughs> um, what's something about the whole like birth pregnancy, like something that you were just grossly unprepared for and you're like, this was in no manual. No one told me this. What the fuck? I, I like have no... I, no I one did, told like, me that when this kid w- was gonna was would be born that his testicles would be larger than mine. Like <laughs> what the fuck? He comes out, he's got this giant like fucking bull ball bag. I'm like, oh, already geez. already hanging down to his knees. Yep, son, you're gonna be a breeder. Half your half your body weight is balls. <laughs> the fuck. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't, yeah, I don't think there's really anything that stands out to me like that. That was just than, like that, and um, then anything relating to uh, circumcision, like how many opinions that everyone in the world seems to have. Yeah, I was uh, on like what, whether to or not to, whether to not to. Uh, reasons to, reasons not to, you know, it's just like, yeah, I just tell everybody Jesus. to fuck off. We're gonna yeah. do what we want to do. It's yeah, our baby, yeah, yeah. babies. Well, I guess the, real- like the, the hospital or whoever, you know, the pediatricians or whatnot, they're, they're so used to something, they give you like a tome of information. Like, we weren't even like, this was not a concern. And all of a sudden, they're like, here's your tome, here's your encyclopedia scrotanica. Like, and, <laughs> oh, do I have to fucking read all this? Like, Jesus Christ. Um, I didn't know. So we, when baby had a circumcision here in C- Central Oregon, Hudson had a, his circumcision after he came home from the hospital, which is supposed to be done at like day four or something like that, right? Like right after birth. He was like two and a half months old, uh, mm-hmm. which was terrible. And Jameson had his done at OHSU right after he discharged from the NICU. And I didn't know there were multiple ways that you could do a circumcision. I thought that you just yeah, like, this was in the tome. Uh, I thought that you just like very cut it off. Related. What are those ways? Uh, yeah, right. Uh, one is uh, with a medieval looking device uh, that looks like it's going to cut his whole wiener off, and I can't remember what that's called. Uh, it's on the tip of my tongue. Uh, you said tome, and now I want to say gnome. <laughs> And then the other way is with the... We get a little gnome, and he makes a little... (laughs) Uh, And then the other way is with this thing called a plastibel, which is terrible because they, like, make this little incision, and then they put the head of the wiener inside this little plastic circle. And then they take a piece of, like, baling twine uh, for you cattle people, and they, like, just tie it as tight as humanly possible around the foreskin. And they just like double knot it and then be like, all right, see you later. It'll fall off in two weeks. It was like, uh, okay. Like, and, He's not a goat. Yeah. J- Jameson like screamed for 40 minutes after it was done. And that was it. He was fine after that. 
and Hudson streamed for two and a half weeks. So I don't know. I went back and told our pre pediatrician. I was like, hey, man, you probably should. Like, this was terrible. Like, I don't recommend doing it this way. Like, I'm in healthcare. Like, if a patient told me this, I would probably, like, listen to him a little bit. Like, this was terrible. You told me it was going to be no big deal. Um, that he wouldn't even notice it was there. And he looked at, he looked at me dead ass straight in the face and said, well, if you have another boy, don't bring him to me because I'm going to do it the same way. And I was like, good Lord, like no compassion for a new parent. Like you straight up looked at me and was like, yeah, this is fine. Like there's no post-op issues. There's no, like we almost took him to the, the emergency room one night because it's like, the head of his, or like the skin around his wiener was so like red and inflamed and like just pissed looking. Yeah, it was yeah. just terrible. It was like, this is literally the worst thing ever. And yeah, yeah, if you do it again, don't bring it to me. I'm like, God, you're an asshole. We had the only kind of thing with us because he like, you know, he's a free spirit. He wants, he wants control of his arms to be in different places. So he was only <laughs> upset about having his arms held like during the thing <laughs> but then they gave him this like gauze like two by two gauze like dipped in fucking sugar and he like yeah. sucked on it he was like this is the best thing in the world and he didn't fucking care about anything yeah um, because only, he like just... his first diaper because it was sort of stuck yeah. a little bit he was upset about that yeah. but then it was like totally fine yeah because he was the appropriate age to have a circumcision done i would yeah. assume like you're talking like, about your wiener on our podcast, Jensen. He he he's seven weeks old. Hudson still didn't have his done for like another four weeks. Yeah, like, that's fucking nuts. It was terrible. It was just it was terrible, terrible, terrible. I would do it again every single time. Poor guy. Uh, you don't need a five skin. Uh, so we would do it again, but I just can't. Do you know there's like people that get that done in their twenties? Yeah. It was funny because it was like, I don't know. They're, they're, the thing that I kept coming back to, and it's so weird. Did you ever watch that show Nip Tuck? Uh, no. So it's like about like these plastic surgeons. Anyway, the, the plastic surgeon's son, like they didn't have a circumcision done for him. Um, and then like he was uh, uh, like 18 or 19. And he got with his girlfriend the first time she saw his wiener. She was like, ew, gross. What the fuck's wrong with it? And he was all like, oh, God. So he's self-conscious about his his uh, his uncircumcised penis. So he like looked up online, like how to circumcise yourself, and he mutilated his own penis and like passed out and almost died and stuff like that. And I kept like just like having this weird flashback to like that whole thing. It's like no, someone who knows what they're doing need to do this. I don't want you yeah. fucking googling how to circumcise yeah. yourself. I bet it's on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. This is a weird podcast. Yeah, well, welcome to Off the Cusp. Yeah, <laughs> let's uh, <laughs> let's try to bring it back to dentistry. I'm gonna grab sounds good. Uh, Reddit. Okay, right. dental school. How can I support my friend through dental school? Blowjob robot. No, it says my <laughs> friend is in dental school and he's really struggling with preps. Every day he tells me how frustrated he is with his work and how many hours he spends in the lab redoing things over and over. Is this a common experience? How can I best support him through this? Uh, so is that a common experience? From my experience in dental school and tutoring in dental school, all of the people that really struggled with restorative dentistry 
went on to do things that, well, sorry, that is an overstatement. The majority like, of people never struggle. Let's be real. The the people that I that I tutored that really struggled with restorative dentistry went on to do other things in restorative dentistry. Like there's only one person I can think of that really struggled that mm -hmm. is doing restorative dentistry now. All the rest of them are specialists that mm -hmm. don't ever do class twos. So I don't know. Tell them to specialize. <laughs> tell, know, tell, them like, to go be, tell them to go be a dental anesthesiologist. The other thing is we don't we don't have any like uh, context indication. Is this D one? Is this D three or whatnot? Because I think you know first couple of bits in the in the sim lab for everybody. It's the type of dot teeth are very unforgiving. You know, it's really easy to fuck up. A lot of dental students, I think, are just kind of overcritical of themselves to begin with. So. It's probably not as bad as the person thinks. And I think the other part is how can you support in this is like, do you remember when, I don't know, know what I was having a rough time with, um, but I was having like a really bad week and you got me that fucking trophy. Yeah. So congrats on adulting. So <laughs> just letting them know that, you know, you're, you're a support person for them it doesn't you know it does, the size of the gesture doesn't matter just being there does i'm gonna grab some stuff for his bottle really quick so you should tell a story oh god story time story time with ryan welcome to ryan's corner i don't have a story i honestly was napping and then I asked my wife to wake me up because i'm going on a fishing trip this weekend and my wife my, my good, good wife woke me up, and I was laying there, and then Paul texted me and said, I'm setting up the software now. Would you like to record? And I giggled because I almost kept sleeping. Um, that's that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Paul listens to this later, and he gets a giggle as well. How's story time with Uncle Ryan? <laughs> Hi Jensen, I can't wait to meet you, buddy. I know we gotta like organize a a get together of some sort. Yeah, we gotta on Monday. Uh, so part of the whole Hudson surgery thing was I'm thinking he has cystic fibrosis, and our and our surgeon still thinks that he has cystic fibrosis. Mm. Like he's he's still uh, like certain of it or at least that's what he's portraying even though we did the genetics and they say it's negative so uh hudson and i get to go on a father-son field trip at ohsu on monday so uh, yeah come to come to portland and spend the morning with us what's uh what's that drive for you uh it's three hours it's not bad okay that's not too bad but, it, but his appointment's at 8 5th or 8 30 so oh, I'll wake up and feed him at like 4, 4.30, and then we'll get in the truck and we'll drive, and then I'll feed him, and then we'll go to his appointment, and then uh, hopefully he'll nap, and I'm going to have lunch with uh, the infamous, infamous Dr. Dr. Clark Brinton, the, the dental implant hero, oh, nice. uh, or hero implants. Uh, if you guys don't follow him on Instagram, you, do, you should. He taught uh, me most of the things I know about implant dentistry and he does some really 
wild, uh, like zygomatic stuff. So he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a god in my eyes. No, buddy. <laughs> What's up, Chewbacca? I know that sound. The sound of I'm I'm angry. I want my bottle, but I don't want to actually do the sucking of it. Yeah. So there's milk in the back of my throat, but I don't want to swallow it because I'm mad. Oh, buddy. Uh, and he's setting off the dog alarm. See if I can grab another one or two here. Thoughts on this? It was a picture, and I didn't want to look at it. Oh, so <laughs> we don't we don't have thoughts on it. No, we don't. Jeez, a lot don't. of this must be loop buying season because there's a lot of loop questions. You still using um, your universe, or did you change? Yeah, no, I love them. Uh, their lights suck dick. So <laughs> I bought their corded light because my last corded light died, and I bought their corded light, and then the light went bad, and then the cord went bad, and then the batteries went bad. So I asked them to send me their uh, <coughs> their or they did a swap. So I did a warranty swap on everything and then it happened again. And now I have their wireless light, which I like the wireless, um, mm -hmm. but I, the battery's like, the batteries last like an hour and a half and I can't change the brightness. So that's kind of annoying. And I've honestly been using my, um, um, my other light, yeah. What is other my other light? light? Flashlight, <laughs> um, mag light. No, I have a hang on, I just don't know the name of it. It's by JK Dental Solution or JK Dental Group. Uh, my Bilumix. Anytime I do surgery, I pretty much use my Bilumix, uh, <laughs> which makes me feel like a real surgeon. So, <laughs> um, is that the strappy headgear one? Yeah, it's kind of like a headgear, and it's got a, like a little flip-down light uh, yeah. that's super bright, and it also comes with like 1.5 and 2.5 mag, uh, <laughs> or you can get 1.5 or 2.5 mag for it. Um, and so I pretty much use that for all my surgery at this point because it's comfortable and yeah, it makes me feel makes me feel cool when I walk into a room with that on my head. I need a. I might I might look at getting something like that because what's happening with me is my light. Um, I have a wireless light and I love it. It's the Orscoptic one, but I, I think it's getting old to the point where my batteries just aren't holding a charge for as long as I'd like them to. Yeah. So it's I mean, like it used to be I change the battery once every other day, and now it's like I'm changing it like three or four times a day. Honestly, like the the Biolumix, what like for what it is, is not too crazy expensive. It's I think it was 
Uh, let's see if it's on here. If it's on their website, how much it is. I want to say it was like fifteen hundred bucks, and I because I'm gonna I, send them our podcast statistics and be like, "Hey, send me your shit." Send me your shit so I can review it. Um, yeah, I want to say it was like fifteen hundred bucks or something like that, but because I did implants, seem bad. Pathway, it was not. Um, not that much. Their website is terribly annoying. So you know they have a good product. They don't have to care about their website. Um, yeah, that's how you know they have a good product. Their uh, <coughs> website is super annoying. Um, but yeah, it's like Shadow shadowless so it has two different light sources oh um, cool and like that the batteries last. yeah the batteries last a super long time um yeah i'm gonna check that out yeah yeah it's well especially for someone like you that does a ton of surgery like i wouldn't do molar endo with it uh but like any any extractions any implants any yeah I'll be over Twitter removal or anything like that is it's awesome for. When I was I, at Pathway when I was at Pathway, I think the rep could tell that I was like interested because anytime I walked in an operatory, you just like walked in and put one on my head and turned it on. <laughs> it like didn't even add. the first time he asked me, he's like, You wanna try this? And I was like, Yeah, sure. And then I we got done, I was like, dang, I really like that. And so every single time we walked in an operatory, there was just one on my head. It was like <laughs> End of the weekend, that's, I was like, that's, right. a, that's, a, that's a, you can tell someone's good at their job, too. All right, fine, you sold me. Yeah, because there was like 30 <laughs> people there, so. Yeah. But. Okay, let's do one more, and then I think I got to go bounce the midget for a while. All right, sounds good. So I like I like this one just because it's just like, how do I fix really shaky hands? Cocaine. Cocaine. I thought that's how you get shaky hands. Oh, sorry, my bad. Does that fix the shake, too? I have no Any idea. advice for helping with shaky hands or anyone with a similar problem? I'm a D4 and I still struggle with my hands shaking a lot. A lot. Patients notice. Professors notice. It affects my hand skills and confidence. It started in D2 year and I, when I started giving injections. Professors had to physically hold my hands still. Everyone said it would get better over time. It's never gotten better. And then it's like blah blah blah, and he's talking about it took him literally ten minutes to get an endophile into a canal because he was so shaky. Like, part of me wonders is like, should you see like a neurologist or something too? Because like dental anesthesiology. <laughs> yeah, you need to specialize in something that doesn't use your hands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. But I, I would wonder if there if if there's something else going on. I think you should, you know, see like a neurologist and you know, maybe it's you need like you know, you've got some kind of nerve thing and you need to be on like gabapentin or some bullshit to calm your shit down. Cause I can't I can't really think of like other than, you know, first first time in injecting a little little nervous stuff where I've had any issues with and stuff with you. I mean, I'm super shaky. Really? Um, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm super and I shaky. I want to let you do my dentistry. I'm shaky until I hold a drill. Because then I've got, like, I'm shaky when I give injections. I'm shaky when I do a lot of things. I've always been that way my entire life. I was, I was so shaky when I was a kid. My mom had me tested to see if I was diabetic. I don't know how those oh. things cross correlate or whatever. Well, so this yeah. is this is actually good. Well, you're good. So Ryan is a shaky motherfucker. Yeah, I'm like DiCaprio in fucking The Departed. I'm like my hand never shakes. Oh yeah, no, I'm super shaky, but like. I'm shaky, but then when I do dentistry, I don't. I'm probably still shaky, but I don't. I don't notice it. And it doesn't affect my. Huh. I think maybe I've learned a fulcrum in a way that doesn't like stabilizes it or works with it. Yeah, I mean that you might sure. be it, but figuring out how that works for you. I mean, I don't know. Get your hygienist to get all your injections. Well, that's actually that's not a bad idea. And like, you can get a. Uh, Get your assistants to do the fills. They can get that certification. Perfect. All you got to do is hold a drill. Yeah. Refer out your endo if you're having trouble getting files and canals. Go into public health where none of it matters. Oh. Oh. I mean, my office is... Just gargle with some SDF. You'll be fine. (laughs) Public health. My my office is partly public health, so I, I can make that joke, I think. Yeah, I was looking into, I, I was uh, kind of wanting to see about taking a percentage of state insurance or doing doing something just because there's such a shortage here. I feel bad yeah. for people because they come over and they're like, yeah, I went for the, to, you know, the state clinic. It took me five months to get in and then they booked my fillings five months from that date. It's like, dude. Yeah. At which point I need an extraction. Exactly. Um, yeah, it's just it's frustrating. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I, we take uh, in Oregon. I guess. Yeah, I think I don't know the advantages anywhere other than Oregon, but we take advantage. It's a capitation plan, so you get per month per patient that's in on my roster. And I have the Dude, talking about capitation plans is making my baby cry. Yeah, I have the. <laughs> the privilege of being in an office that's had this capitation plan for the last 20 years. So all of our patients are really good. And the ones that aren't good, I never see. Um, And I still get paid for them. But um, honestly, it's not like I, in the beginning, I was like, we've always taken this. I'll keep taking it. But like, honestly, it's not worth the hassle. Like I did because the, the difference between private practice dentistry and public health dentistry is so vast. Like the mindset is so vast between the two and the way that you have to do things. I did like 50 grand in free dentistry last year because it's so like, I can't just do one filling. Like it's a, it's literally a waste of my time to sit down with a patient and do an MO alloy on three when four and five also need fillings. Like, and I just can't bring myself to do that. So I'll do the whole quadrant, which means I end up doing free dentistry. So I don't know. It's kind of my way of giving back, but like for the amount that my capitation check is every month and then my bonus check, if I meet my criteria, like, 
those what I could be doing in fee for service dentistry like doesn't like it costs me money every month. So I don't know. There's some there's some give to it. And I was talking to somebody that said I was like, yeah, no, I kind of do this because I feel like it's I don't have a lot of time to give back to the community in in the form of dentistry. So I feel like it's my way of like helping the community out. Um, but and they were like, that's a terrible idea. Like, you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't I think take that's it. That's a good way to. to look but they're at like, it. you shouldn't take it just because of that. I mean, you should take it because it's a benefit. Like from a business perspective, it's not a great idea, right? Like if it costs me money to do it, then from a business standpoint, it's a bad idea. Um, but I don't know. I just I really love the the patients I have that have that insurance. Like they're all really good humans. Um, but if you just start taking that and they just slap 2000 new patients into your practice, like probably at least half of those are just going to be really terrible moments. Yeah. Um, and I think and half is probably generous. Well, when you, when you say that, I, I think it's, it's important to do some amount of things that you do like kind of altruistically or, you know, just to feel good about yourself. Oh. Jensen feels good about nothing. Um, like, I don't know. We, there's like a, a little, like, very podunk zoo that's near our house. Mm-hmm. And like, we became like the top tier sponsor for it this year, just because it's like, you know, it just it just makes me feel good. To, it's like, we don't get any real benefit from that, but I, I feel good. I feel like that's the same thing you're talking about, like the capitation plans. It's just like, you do it for Ryan. Do it, do it to... To, to be the best Ryan you can be. But I mean, then I got to do an MODBL owl on number two. Like, yeah, occasionally I have to go and look at a owl. So I guess my, my example is a little different. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, I don't know. I give I give back to the community in other ways. And in my town, like pretty much anyone that walks to the door and asks for a sponsorship for something, like we sponsor them. Or there's a, another dentist in town that... Ooh, I have something wild to tell you in a second once I finish this. Mm-hmm. Um, that, sorry, uh, that does this uh, charity 5K and 10K run for uh, the tooth taxi. Uh-huh. And like all, all the proceeds go to the tooth taxi. Um, nice. And like we're a finish line sponsor for that. Like we we do a lot of other things that don't necessarily come in the form of doing dentistry in the community because I think you yeah. open yourself to liability. But um, you want to hear something wild about my town? Yeah. So there's six general dentists in my town. Uh huh. We all get along. Like we're all competitors, right? Like we're mm-hmm. all in competition with each other, but like we have, we have a group text. Like we go get lunch together. That's a, that's impressive. That is rare, I would say. But like it's very wild, and like all of the dentists like that I work around that are all within. They're literally all within a half mile of me, maybe a mile. Uh-huh. Uh, like they're all really good people, and like I enjoy knowing them and like getting to know them. Like it's just wild. Like I was telling one of them that the other day. I was like, "Dude, 
where I or like where I practiced before, like we didn't no one did this. Like this place is so special in that like in that regard. Yeah, what's the what's like the age range? For the dentist? I'm a young man. Yeah. Uh forties and fifties. Okay. Yeah, I would say. I'm definitely the youngest, which is why I'm going to buy all their practices one day. Just kidding. <laughs> nice. Yeah, no, it's 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 crazy to hear, like, six, because, I mean, we've got, like, fucking, like, 70. I, and it's to the point now where it's, like, you know, someone will come in and they'll have x-rays from another place or whatnot, and they're like, oh, I saw a doctor such and such. I'm like, I don't even know who the fuck that is. I've never heard yeah. that name. Yeah. I've never... <laughs> When it's There's like the stuff that I, that I, you know, know from around the way, but it's just like there. It's like we're too numerous to even know yeah. each other. But it's like the patient loyalty. Like we don't have a lot of crossover. Like yeah. I don't get a ton of patients that are like, oh, I went over to this office or I went over to this office and I wasn't happy. Like we've definitely, I've definitely lost some patients that have said that about me, which is fine. Not every provider is for every dentist, so you see, you're really yeah. upset about it, but. Um, but not now, especially for the reasons that they're upset for, which, whatever. um, but we, yeah, we don't have a lot of like, we don't have a lot of price shopping. Like I being where you are, I'm sure you front desk has to do with a lot of like price shopping. Yeah. Like, we don't really yeah. have we don't really deal with that. Like it is what it is. And I don't know. I try to be really good to my humans, especially if they're, you know, good patients for us. I try and be really good to them. And the thing that drives me nuts about most like corporations is there's no like existing customer appreciation. Mm -hmm. So like I try and make sure that we like do little things for our patients along the way. Just randomly, yeah, that you don't want to be like a fucking cable company. Yeah, that's like give me, give me more money. Like I had a patient today. I did a crown last January on fifteen. Uh, I did fourteen and fifteen. I know without a doubt in my mind that the contact between fourteen and fifteen was not open when I cemented them because I would not have cemented something with an open contact. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> comes in today. He's like, man, I'm packing a lot of food up here. And I was like, the contact is wide open. Like you could, you could throw Jensen through this contact. <laughs> and I'm like, fifteen move distally. Like that's the only thing that makes sense because it was I would not have done that. Um, and uh, I was like, all right, well, all you got to do is show up, and I'll redo that crown for you. Um, where I have worked with or been around a lot of other dentists that are like, no, you didn't. Like, that's not your fault. Like, you should be charging him for a new crown. And it's like, man, that's not what this is about. Like, we make plenty yeah. of money. Their money matters, too. Like, cost me $100 to have their crown remade or whatever the lab fee is. Um, so why wouldn't I just redo it for him and, like, continue building that goodwill? Yeah, yeah. When instead I could have been an asshole and ruined that relationship and had him go somewhere else. Yeah, it's always, it's always weird because it's it's such a weird like fine line because it's a I get what you're saying and I definitely lean more that direction, but I, I still understand what the other person is saying too. Cause it's just like, you know, if you went 
and you had a knee operation and it failed and you had to have another one, you're paying for that second operation. And that's yeah. every, everyone knows that it's like, there's no expectation that you wouldn't, but dentistry is in this weird, like, you know, you did whatever to me, it should last forever type of fucking well, mindset. <coughs> I think like I've, I've spent a lot of time thinking about this and I think it mm -hmm. really is, I think it really boils down to the difference between um, between medical insurance and dental insurance. So I actually have a really yeah, good. Can you like? Coupons? Can you like? Yeah, dental coupons. Can you post or did I share that? I shared that article in our group chat. I don't know if you read it or not. I did. I can't remember what the fuck it was at the moment because I remember uh, thinking it was really interesting. So it was an article from. Oh, a, about like what the. Dentist about discount, not discounting your fees. Yeah, well, it wasn't about not discounting your fees, but it was it was about the narrative and why, or like the uh, attitude towards dentistry. Yeah, from the public, and you know, one of the things that I can you uh, like share stuff in the like show notes on this. Is that something you can do? Can you, like, uh, probably, um, so you should have that link for whoever's listening because it's a really it's about fees and it's about um, why we charge what we charge and it yeah. goes into like the business of it and it talks about how like ninety percent of what you charge for something goes to something else like only ten percent if you're a business owner only ten percent on average goes to you um, mm -hmm. and like you know depending on where you are like what kind of volume you do whatever like that number might be higher that number might be thirty percent for you or that number might be two percent for you and you don't know it. Um, but the most interesting thing I saw in that article is he said, and I can't remember if it was 20 years or 30 years, but I'm just going to use 20 in 20 years of doing dentistry. The number one question I get is how much is this going to cost me? Yeah. Instead of what am I getting out of this? I had a patient today, new patient, uh, endo on 30. Uh, obviously retreatable. I don't do it. And she's like, well, I don't want another root canal on that tooth. And I was like, okay, well, our other option is to take that tooth out and do, and do an implant or do a bridge. And she was like, okay, well, I was like, a retreat on that tooth is going to be X amount of dollars. A bridge is going to be double that. And an implant is going to be triple that. Like, you know, when you think about it this way, if you want to keep your tooth, like this is a good option to explore. And she was like, well, what am I? And she like, after explaining that, she said, well, what am I getting for my money? And I said, you get to keep your tooth. The yeah. tooth that's been in your head since you were six, you get to keep that tooth. And she was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Let's go ahead and give that a shot. But it was like, it was just changing that mindset for her instead of how much is this going to cost me is what do I get? And I just thought that was yeah. really interesting. He's never been asked that question. I honestly, in the almost four years we've been doing this, have not been asked that question either. What do I get or the, what does it cost? Yeah, like what am, what am I getting? Like what value yeah. are you providing to me? And I thought it was really interesting in there too how he went into like the most undervalued thing in, the entire, in an entire dental practice is the dentist's ability to do what he does or they do not just he sorry being sexist yeah. uh but the, yeah. their ability to do what they do 
No, I've had, yeah. I, I, I've had okay. patients get mad at me or get mad at me over the past two years because not two years, the past, I don't know, probably year, not mad at me, but you know, we'll sit down for a filling and we'll get them numb. And then the filling takes me five minutes because I've done mm-hmm. thousands of them at this point and walk up to the front and be like, wait, that was, you know, whatever, $300. And it took him five minutes. And it was like, yeah. You're paying for the minutes. You're paying for you, the years. You're welcome. Yeah, you're welcome for getting you in and out of here so you didn't have to sit here. Like, I could take an hour on that. You want me to take an hour on it? I can do that. If that's, that's, that's what you need and want to feel validated for what you're spending. And, like, there is a fine line between doing good work and doing crappy work, right? Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I'm, I stand behind everything I've done or everything I do. Like, if it fails, you know, it's not and it's obviously not your fault like you're obviously not mistreating your tooth then like i'm gonna stand behind what i did and i'm gonna fix it for you. Um, yeah but those those off those instances now are getting further apart um but yeah you're not paying you're not paying me for what i'm doing now you're paying for me all the times that i've done this before yeah, you're, you're paying for when your week was so bad that the only thing that kept you from quitting dental school and getting a job was Target was someone gave you a, a trophy that said congrats <laughs> for adulting on it. Oh, <laughs> uh, how many times did we have that joke? Honestly, dental school is so toxic. Like, yeah. going, back to, going back to that first question, like, dude, you'll be fine. It just, you know, I feel like we've had this conversation a lot on this podcast. Like, dental school sucks. Everyone you know what's probably going to happen is that guy's going to graduate. He's going to get an actual good night of sleep for the first time in four <laughs> years, and his hands gonna right. Yeah. yeah. So that's a, yeah. On to the second question, like when you're um, not drinking eight Red Bulls a day. Maybe you'll fucking get stopped. Yeah. Shaky shake. Yeah, you're going to be fine. Like just get through it. It sucks, but oh yeah honestly yeah that guy's probably so stressed out from dental school and like words coming up and all that nonsense that yeah right so it'll be it'll be fun i got i got back and i was pretty good about during paternity leave i didn't like look at my reviews and like look at the schedule like i just kind of like if they texted me like Hey, what fucking scam body do we shove in this thing, or what lab do I send this to, or whatever? You know, like I responded to this, but otherwise, I, I enjoyed my time off. But I got back. I'm going through reviews, and there's one review, and the guy was like, "Yeah, it was, it was all junk, and they're they're so out of date. I didn't feel comfortable there, like the equipment or whatever." It's like, what the fuck, man? I got like. Two types of scanners, a uh, CBCT, fucking three different lasers, you know. Not only that, Did but you, you have a blowjob pre- robot? Like, what the fuck am I supposed to have? You you have, like, a modern office. Like, they're, yeah. not, walking, they're not walking into my office with 20-year-old carpet that's, like, pulling up in some spots and, like, trim that isn't finished and, like... Honestly, looks very disheveled. Like, yeah, you just can't. No, I was out of date. I just, I'm like, they want people like you know a cyborg to greet them. Like, (laughs) there's there is no dentist. There's just like a screen (laughs) that drops out of the ceiling. 
Hello, I, I am I am here to do your dental exam, and here's your blowjob robot. Yeah, I think that's the only thing that I fucking hate about dentistry is people just have like fucking bizarre expectations. I have a a fucking Invisalign case that's not going super well, like it's not moving. But one of the reasons that we're having problems with it is the guy keeps canceling and missing his appointments. Yeah. So it's like you know your Invisalign tray, you're not made. It's not made for you to wear one tray for three months. You know that's not yeah. that's not how it works. Yeah, no shit, but, your teeth are moving. Exactly. So it comes in and like he's all bitchy about stuff. So I'm trying to deal with stuff. I'm like, well, let me, you know, we got three more trays in this round. Let me at least check how your tray is fitting and, and whatnot. Oh, I'm not wearing them. What, what do you mean you're not wearing them? Well, no one told me I would need to bring it to your to this appointment. This is your like 800th Invisalign appointment. Yes, you always <laughs> have to bring your tray. What the fuck? And this is right after you swore to me that you've been wearing them 22 hours a day. Like, this yeah, is you're no. you're basically hanging your fucking coat on the Bowflex machine and then co- coming in and telling me I, I don't understand why I'm still fat. It's your fault. Uh, yeah. So, and. In my in my world, being the person that I am, I would <coughs> I and knowing knowing the practices that we have, I would be like, mm-hmm. you know what, sir? Here's your money back. There's an orthodontist right there. You should go see that. And I would you know, I'm, I'm I'm really close to that if I hadn't like so his we have fixed uh, like you know two two instances of anterior crossbite. We've like pulled something back in the arch. Like the results that we've gotten for this are fucking phenomenal. Just tooth number seven needs to come down like a millimeter and a half. That's it. So I'd really hate to refund this case. That that makes sense. You know what I mean? It's just like yeah. also you need to look at the before picture. See how yeah. much we fucking moved your teeth. Yeah, I my no wife way. is in my wife is in Invisalign right now with an orthodontist because I wouldn't do her case, you know, separation church and state. Um, yeah, yeah. And going to her appointment appointment, I've gone with her appointment or with her to her appointments because it's an orthodontist here for two that I really like and she's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've gone with her and like hearing an orthodontist opinion towards clearliners has totally changed the way that I view clearliners. But yeah, so. I used to think like I send something off, they say 30 sets of trays, 30 sets of trays, we're supposed to be done. You go to her office and she you get to tray 30 and she looks and she goes, all right, time to rescan. Time for phase two. And it's another 30 set of trays. Yeah. Like I I used to be frustrated when I got to the end of whatever treatment was, whether it was eight trays or 10 trays or 20 or 700, but it doesn't matter. When mm-hmm. I got to that number and the teeth weren't where I wanted them to be because I expect results. And that's yeah. something that I that I want to see. Like when I get to that point, I want to see that and I want the treatment to be done because that's when I expect it to be done. Like her mentality, that's totally fluid. Like, nope, we're not done yet. Let's rescan and send it out. Like, just no big deal. And I was like, it totally reframed my thinking. I had a patient that 
I don't know, I think she had 12 sets or something like that. And we got to 12 and she was like, is this all they're going to do? Like, I feel like I paid a lot of money and I don't really see a result. And I was like, no, we're not done. Like, we just need to rescan and send it out for another, like another trigo thing. We'll get you where we need to get you. We're just It's going to take us time. Yeah, and there's a reason, uh, like, why Invisalign or SureSmile or any of them, it's like their comprehensive package is like five years worth of trades. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. It's like, there's a reason. Yep. Yep. I agree. Now, now I see that. I didn't see that before. We'll tell you what. Somebody's pants are full of shit. I finished my first one with our case. Oh, you finished your first straight wire? Yeah. And it looks it looks fucking awesome. Anyways. That's all I got. <laughs> well, excellent. Well, I am proud of you. Uh shoot for doing this again in a couple weeks. Yep. All right. This, this, I, love this time, I love your face too. This time of night works great for me if it works for you. Yeah, yeah, it's really if it works for this one, right? <laughs> yeah. The truth. All right. <laughs> All right. Talk to it. Bye. Bye. Let's listen to the result. Uh Red Domino. I like it when you blue. You got me playing games and I'm hungry for you. You put me in a deep trance when you do that dance, and every word that I say is true. I like it when you eat gato. I like it when you wear that shade of Bordeaux. I like the way you hold a bogus baby. You look sexy when you do that. Yeah, you look sexy when you do that. Sexy when you do that. Girl, you set me on fire. You got me hypnotized by your mistake. I'm in a deep trance when I see that dance. Yeah, you got a really good physique. I like all the stuff you say. I like it when you drink champagne. I like it when you drive your Chevrolet. Cause baby, you look sexy when you do that. You look sexy when you do that Yeah, you look sexy when you do that American hustle. You burst my dreams with a pin like a bubble. Cause see, we don't really know each other, do we? But I could be your Patrick and you could be my Tiffany. You see, we'll never really, really know for sure. Unless for, sure. for some miraculous reason you turn up at my door. my door. I guess that's not happening anytime soon. So in the meantime, I'll just play this bassoon. You look sexy when you do that. Sexy when you do that. Girl, you look sexy when you do that. Uh, you look sexy when you do that.